0: all right hey this is chris perry i'm the commissioner of the western collegiate hockey league and we're back on our regularly scheduled rotation of podcasts which means we have wonderful wchl superfan linda donnelly with us linda
1: hello yes. Hel- where have hello. you been where have you been I've, I've been i've been around i've been around doing things
0: oh my goodness been around doing things well very very good well hey we're glad to get back you know Games have started up, so that means it's time for us to get rocking and rolling. Are you okay? You ready to do this? I
1: am. I am ready to do this.
0: Let's hear some Gibson RDs, and we're going to go crank and talk some hockey afterwards. Hold on. Linda, boy, we've you know, it's been a while. I think it's been like since December since we've been on the podcast together. I did some things by myself, you did some things by yourself, so kind of wild. It's been a long time,
1: it has. It has. I guess,
0: I I guess we, you know, we had the Steve Casson thing, but even then, it was that was uh me blathering on with Casson and you kind of chipping in there at the end, right?
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, I think that was just mostly Casson. And not really either one of us. So.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hi, Steve.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Listener nine. That's too funny. Hey, hey, no, 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 no. Linda said that. Not me. That way I can still get my Missouri <laughs> State puck, okay? Linda Donnelly said that. Not Chris. Oh, geez. You're going to get me in trouble now. Hi, Linda. We've had some Somebody's games. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> we've had some games co- go on here while, while we've been absent from the podcast. Um, That first weekend uh, back, I guess it was the first weekend in January, we had Arizona got back into the swing of things playing Division II Grand Canyon, and UCO hosted Iowa State. I know you want to talk about UCO and Iowa State, so let's blow through the Grand Canyon Arizona games really quick, okay? (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Um, Those were afternoon affairs out at the Tucson Convention Center. Arizona first game back 2018, they promptly lose the game three to two to Division II Grand Canyon. Ah, what a what a not the way I know that Coach Berman and the Wildcats wanted to get 2018 kicked off. But Ooh. then they come back with a vengeance the next day and they kill the Ever Eleven snot out of those guys. 15 to nothing the very next day. Another two o'clock Saturday afternoon affair. But uh, geez. Lose three to two to a Division II team and then you paste them the next day. So, not pretty. Thankfully for Arizona, though, those games do not count in the rankings. Yeah, so, that's pretty good. Yeah. And then that gets us, to, I know, to what you want to talk about, which is Iowa State coming down and playing UCO. Iowa State was ranked, uh, I think they were ranked 12th, and UCO was 6th. And you saw game number one. You saw both games, didn't you?
1: Uh, I did. Yes, I did.
0: Lucky, lucky you. Lucky you. Game number one was a 5-4 to four Overtime win for Iowa State over UCO. And then game number two, I, I happen to be at that one. That was a 4-1 win for UCO over Iowa State. So the two teams end up splitting on the weekend. Give us, even though, Linda, it was two weekends ago, give us your quick thoughts on Iowa State-UCO.
1: Well, quick thoughts. I thought Friday was, uh, obviously, it went into overtime, so it was a good game. It was very Back and forth for the two teams, so I was it was happy to see UCO uh, pull that one out. It's kind of gut check a couple times there, but you know they did it. They got they put the work in and got it done. And you know it's you know Saturday was just it was all UCO really. I mean what what, what more is there really to say about it? Yeah, it was th- it was still fun, but I mean it was definitely all UCO.
0: The thing that I remember was <clears throat> UCO's three of UCO's four goals on Saturday night were. Basically, goals in which the, uh, the 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 assist guy, whoever it was one guy, passed it across basically the front of the net uh, to the to the guy who eventually scored. You know, moving they were moving the the the, the Iowa State goalie laterally from side to side mm-hmm. to create some room, and they passed so well that it was like three open net goals. But it was it was almost exactly the same. You know, a guy comes down on the right. The goalie overcommits, passes to the guy on the left, boom, wide open net. You know, that's right. all she wrote. So yep. might have been all four goals, but I, I remember it was three of the four for sure. So uh, okay, and uh, it was kind of got kind uh, of you, you know the the thing the thing that really struck me. Um, and I know they don't listen to this. This is the, not the Central States Collegiate Hockey League podcast. It's the WCHL podcast. Well, yeah. Iowa State has those, they kind of had like Ronald McDonald-like uniforms.
1: Oh, yes, they did.
0: <laughs> I mean, it was, you know, red was predominantly red with some yellow stripes and the yellow cyclone red bird on the front of it, the cardinal. Oh, they look, yeah. they kind of, you know, all they needed was some big floppy shoes out there and a, and a red wig and, <laughs> you know, they could have been selling hamburgers. Jeez. No, see, I,
1: I expected to be the one that would go there and, and be rude, but you know, good job. I'm glad that you stepped up and took that one. That,
0: that's not being rude. I'm just kind of, <laughs> it's an observation. It's neither rude yeah. nor unrude.
1: It's I just mean, a I fact. Did, I liked the bird. I liked the bird crest on it, but yeah, those colors yes. were just, I, I, you know, I kept trying to like them and it was just like, Oh goodness. No. I, you know, and in contrast to, uco's gold jerseys it was just a mess out there on the ice
0: yeah yeah And uco uco i think they, they were wearing those those plain jane traditional whites uh, or at least the game that i saw talking in, friday was, uh, yeah okay yeah i didn't see the friday game so yeah i can imagine boy what a clash of colors yellows versus red and yellows yeah hey, <laughs> hey, hey. oh my gosh all right so hey that's enough. And and, and hey, uh, I always say it's a good little team. You know, they've uh uh so I'm just giving them grief for their little candy striped little looking thing. Okay, so anyways.
1: You have to you have to pardon me for a second. I gotta toss the cat out of the room because she keeps getting on my notes. There we go. Well okay. <laughs> Well
0: Special appearance by what's what's the cat's name?
1: That would be Stubby.
0: Stubby, and why is it called Stubby?
1: Because she was born with no tail.
0: <laughs> so really? oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, okay. It's not like she's got like half an ear or something.
1: <laughs>
0: Doesn't walk on like bent bent paws like a no, like a no, broken no. like it's not a peg leg cat or something.
1: <laughs> no, nothing that cool.
0: Uh, all right. It's not a pirate cat. All right. Well pirate. just checking. Hey, uh, okay, so th- so that was last weekend, and then, uh, well, not last weekend, that was two weekends ago, and then in the middle of the week, Marcyhurst, holy smokes, the Lakers from Marcyhurst, it's a cool time of the year for the ACHA because the kids aren't in school, so it allows teams to get out on the road. That's why Iowa State could mm-hmm. come down to Oklahoma. Um, that's why... Uh, you know Arizona got going, and we we've got some other teams that uh, made some made some big things, but made some uh, inter division or interconference jumps jumps uh, because they weren't in school. But Al- uh, um, Mercyhurst, holy smokes, they probably have the biggest trip of all during this January break because they're in Seriously? Erie, Pennsylvania, where they have like eight feet of snow on the ground already. How miserable must it be to live in Erie, Pennsylvania? Yikes. <laughs> Everything is made of snow, but you know, I, I just can't imagine. Anyways, they get on a bus and they drive all the way down to Alabama. They play two games in Alabama. They split with Alabama, um, and then they get they get back on the bus and they drive all the way to Oklahoma. They play two mm-hmm. games against Oklahoma, a day off, two games against Central Oklahoma, and then they hop on the bus to go all the way back to Erie, miserable, miserable Pennsylvania, Ugh.
1: and even in even more snow and cold.
0: Oh, I, can you? Oh my gosh!
1: Oh, that's so the no. the
0: the, La- the Lakers from Mercyhurst came came to Oklahoma for four games. They played the Sooners on Tuesday, and Wednesday night. You and I were at the Tuesday night game, and that was a seven to four Oklahoma win. And that was a you know I don't know what to call it. I mean, it was it was kind of it's deceiving 7-4 sounds like oh you stomped mm-hmm. on them and oh oh you didn't stomp on them no, it was 7-4 no, with an empty netter and a, in a kind of like oh but for the grace of god go i type of a win
1: yeah i have to agree i mean i was a little hesitant on you know having i knew we had some new guys out on the ice to see what they could do and it's you never quite know what's going to happen there but you know at the end of at the end of the day at the end of the game at the end of the two games you know i'm pretty happy with what i saw out there but yeah, Tuesday was, you know, it was all fine and dandy, you know, it was, it was tied after the first, which I guess you could probably, ex- I you know, expect, you know, and then, you know, OU came out in the second with, with four, you know, unanswered goals. And so yeah. you're, you know, feeling pretty confident of where it's going to go with OU, but then, you know, Mercyhurst just went insane in the third and scored three of their own. So, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah it it's tight, not it was... really, yeah. It was. I mean, it was, it was butt a, pucker time. I know mine was. It was.
0: It was. Well, personal. Let's let's not get a little too personal oh, here. Oh, sorry. It All was. Right. It <laughs> was a. Uh, uh, yeah. it Was. I mean, they came back. They took a five-one game and made it five to four. And you know, if if not for a late goal by Oklahoma, um, and then a a late empty net goal, I mean, holy smokes! That 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 turned a five-four game into a seven-to-four game and created a little bit of distance uh-huh. and then the next the game the next day it was a game I missed but I, I take it you were there um, it was a four to one Oklahoma win but uh, you know Mercy Hearst to their credit they 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 played well it looked like kept it close so uh-huh. you know they uh, two three goal losses for the Lakers uh, on the road at Oklahoma not bad for Oklahoma to get started but uh, you know pretty respectable for mercyhurst who i think he, my memory serves right they were number 41 in the computers in oklahoma was like 20 or 21
1: mm-hmm. so that's
0: not that's not bad you would think that is going to get stomped you know just get a mud hole stomped in them but uh, didn't happen they they no, played they, hard
1: they played some good games while they were up here i i enjoyed it yeah, yeah.
0: and then uh, then the next night of course mercyhurst um, they play a Friday Saturday affair with central Oklahoma here in town. And that's when the mud hole did come out at least on Friday night. Uh-huh. Cause UCO just pounded the ever bejesus out of nine to one. It was ugly. It, was that a game that you happened to be at?
1: I was there. Yes. And you know, yeah, I think a, everybody probably expected that, you know, pasting of a score, but I mean, really, you know, like the first half of the game, it, it really wasn't like that. It, you know, Mercyhurst was again showing a little bit of defensive fight there, and you know we're able to keep the the score pretty low. But you know UCO is UCO, and they were able to just you know plaster them with with their puck handling. I mean they were just it's it's been, it's watching UCO handle the puck and pass and and make them plays in front of the net. Just you start to feel sorry for some of these goaltenders, but it's a beautiful thing to watch.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, they uh. Uco, it, it, Uco can really—they can pass, they can score. It, they also—I um, I, noticed—I got to see a little bit of the game, the video from afar. They were—they um, uh, they, the game got physical. It looked like Mercyhurst didn't didn't enjoy getting their butt handed to them.
1: Mm-hmm. I think so, there was both anyway. sides were definitely uh, going at it with each other on that one. It was uh, it was an interesting night. It was a typical UCO hate fest <laughs> wow. in the uh, old Arctic Edge. Let me tell you.
0: And then the next night, that 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 chippiness showed up, or at least it paid off for the Lakers because uh, instead of getting blasted the next night, boy, it was a tight game, five to three, uh, UCO win. But it was uh, it was kind of tight. In fact, Mercyhurst did, five, if my memory serves right, had themselves a three to two lead or a two to one lead. They had a lead that over t- UCO at one point.
1: Yeah, they did yeah. get the 2 to 1 lead and then, you know, that didn't last very long. I think it was Dan Rock like within a minute went ahead and and tied it up for UCO. And wow. yeah, the cool thing about that game was uh Jacob Wallstedt got an assistant on uh I think it was Marshall's goal. Really? So that was fun.
0: In- interesting. Interesting. Well, so Mercyhurst that's that's a long that's a long road trip to suffer five losses, but hey, better them than us. So um yeah. Yep. Uh Oklahoma goes two and zero. UCO goes two and zero against Marcy Hurst, and kind of interesting. There were um, there were two other series over the weekend, over this past weekend. Uh, Utah went to Arizona to play two games in um, in Tucson. You know, Utah is not in the WCHL. They want to be, but they don't have a travel partner. Uh, but they have that geographic proximity, so they went down to Tucson and played uh, U of A. And U of A beat them pretty handily on Friday night, seven to three. But boy, it sure was a squeaker. The next night it was a six to four Arizona win, but it uh, it was in doubt until the very end of the game. And uh, Utah is another team that was ranked fairly low. I think they were fortieth in the in the com- most recent computer ranking poll, and uh, U of A was thirteenth. So it it didn't help U of A to uh, only beat that team by. Uh, mm. you know, two goals on Saturday night. So
1: yeah.
0: Anyways, that was kind of uh, good. Good for U of A to put a thump on uh, Utah's forehead, but uh, put a knot on them. But geez, it was kind of nip and tuck there. They could have. You know they're thirteenth. They're kind of on that. They're not. there's they're kind of inside the bubble. They're not on the lip of the bubble. They're kind of more on the inside for nationals. But boy, had they lost that game, I think it would have clearly put them right smack on the bubble for nationals. They don't want that. Like, they need to. Yeah, that would kind of suck. Yeah, yeah, that would. And hey, speaking of sucking, um, it was you know there's no there's no other way to say it. Arizona State had a miserable trip up to North Dakota. Mm-hmm. Um, they flew when they left. Tempe, it was 81 degrees. When they got up to North Dakota at night after one of their games, it was minus 30. And that's true, (laughs) true temperature, not wind chill. Minus 30. That's a 110 degree difference. Oh, my God. So they played a a WCHL weekend up there. They had one game on Thursday against Jamestown. They had two against number one, Minot, on Friday, Saturday. They lost all three games. Um, they lost five to two to Jamestown on Thursday night. And that was, um, that was just a tough game. They, they took some, I mean, they were already, they're, they're hurting, right? They, Arizona right. State's got a lot of injuries and that, that Jamestown's a tough little team and playing at home, it gave them some, uh, it's not not it them some confidence, but they were a little bit, you know, they took some more liberties at home than they would do on the road and Arizona State got some more injuries and. That was no good because then they had to go into Minot, number one team in the nation, and they lost six to one and ten to two. And uh, the goal was there. Uh, I think I could be wrong. I don't want to speak for the coach or anything, but after that Thursday night game when everybody got hurt, I think the goal on Friday Saturday was not so much to win but to survive, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, to get out of there uh, to minimize the injuries so
1: well yeah i mean you are yeah. going against minot state so yeah
0: yeah well and and you're heck they're playing against they've got some big western collegiate league games coming up here pretty soon so you know those games mm-hmm. mean more you well you want right. to win against minot it's 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 you you'd rather win in your conference and you know it's uh Uh, So they, I think they were trying to stay injury free, but yikes! That's a long way to go for, uh, and a cold way to go for three beatings. (laughs) Insulted injury there. (laughs) Can you imagine living up there, minus thirty?
1: Well, I mean, I mean, I'm from the north, but I mean, it does not stay consistently that cold. But yeah, Illinois is not the north. It's north.
0: no, Illinois. You maybe you're from it's Northern not north Illinois. It's North
1: Dakota North, but
0: there you go. Hold, I mean, North Dakota North is like right up there next to polar bears and the Arctic Circle. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. Jeez, people fly over North Dakota to get to the other end of the Earth, right? They take the don't they don't they fly directly over North Dakota to get to like Russia and Japan?
1: Probably, Jeez. A shorter route.
0: Oh my gosh! I can't. I just can't imagine. I cannot imagine. And it would really suck to go from 81 degrees to minus 30. That would really oh, yeah. just blow.
1: That, that would <laughs> really suck. You know, them guys didn't have the apparel to deal with that.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine? Probably got off the airplane wearing shorts and flip-flops, and I going,
1: ho!" Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, exactly. <Jeez. laughs> Even them track suits aren't going to do much for you there.
0: Ay, ay, ay. All right. Well, hey, that's the week. those are the weekends that were in the uh, WCHL. We're, I think we're caught up to games. Uh, hopefully, we haven't missed anything. I think so. Arizona, let's see. The Colorados haven't got going yet. The Ozarks haven't got going yet. Yeah, I think that's it. I think we covered it all. All right. Well, hey, yeah. hold on. Let's take a quick break. Little we'll here, hear a little intermission music. We come back. We'll preview the games uh, coming up, the rankings that just came out today, and uh, we'll talk about what you and I did over the Christmas break, or at least... Some of what we did over the Christmas break So hold on All right, Linda, we got some big games, WCHL games coming up as we tape this podcast. We're about an hour away from Arizona in Arizona State, heating up their, uh, their rivalry one more time in Tempe, Arizona. So that should be kind of interesting to see how that works out, especially yeah,
1: with
0: be nice. U of A um, you know, coming off of four wins. And ASU coming off of three losses, you you know someone might be a little overconfident, someone might be a little too hungry. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I hope we get to see the game.
1: Uh, you will probably see the game. I probably will not see the game.
0: <laughs> how 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 will I see the game?
1: I won't pay for hockey TV.
0: Yeah, well, neither will I. So,
1: but that doesn't mean they're going to have a stream either. So,
0: <laughs> you know, that's isn't that the thing?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I, I know someone was wanting to watch some other games in the previous semester, and they paid the, I don't know what it is, $18, 25 fee for a month <laughs> of games on Hockey TV. It's, re- only it's to,
1: ridiculous.
0: Only only to find out that the game wasn't going. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're stuck. You've already paid mm-hmm. it. They're not going to issue mm-hmm. you a refund. Nope. Ugh. Oh, so. That's Anyways. why
1: I won't do business with them.
0: Well, listen to you. So, listen there you. you have it. There you have it. The other games we got going on: the Ozarks are on their way to the Colorados if they're not there already. We have Missouri State at CU tomorrow night. We have Arkansas at CSU on Thursday, and then the partners they switch on uh, Friday, Saturday. Missouri State goes up to the Fort, play two against the Rams, and Arkansas comes down to Boulder to play two against the Buffs. So, mm-hmm. what do you give me a quick, give me a quick and dirty? Uh, prediction what do you think's going to happen up there Colorado's uh, hosting the Ozarks
1: oh I think Missouri State has a good chance of uh, taking down uh Colorado Ooh. so I think they I think they have a good chance of coming out of this weekend fairly well actually but wow I mean any you. anything can anything can happen so huh. as we know in this league um M-
0: Missouri State Homer but, comes out. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it.
1: It's you know it's it's always tough for me to to think about what what's going to happen in the second semester cuz you just you know there's so many there's too much time off, there's new guys, guys coming back, you know, maybe guys leaving and so I always hate doing these predictions and you probably know that and that's why you make me do it. But
0: That's a that's exactly why I ask you to do it. That's exactly <laughs> cuz I know you hate to do it.
1: Yeah, so. yeah.
0: Plus it's easier for you to, to put you on the spot Than it is for me because
1: Obviously. You know, I'm,
0: I've got to be fair and impartial Right? Mm-hmm. Supposedly So mm-hmm. interesting Interesting The uh, So that's big WCHL weekend Six games, what's that? 18 points on the line Not And then that's not counting the game tonight So there's another three points on the line
1: uh, So for tonight's WCHL game standings. is Is WCHL Sanctioned
0: <laughs> WCHL so sanctioned yeah. <laughs> That's, that sounds like a wrestling. That sounds like we'd have Mean Gene Oakland come out to sanction the... This is a sanctioned event by the WCHL. Oh, mean Gene. Three periods of 20 minutes of action in this corner. The Fighting Sun Devils of Tempe, Arizona. I like it. That'd be great. We should, have, like we should have announcers before the game on the ice. Are you ready to rumble? That'd be great. What does what, what does the guy from the UFC do? He goes, "It's time," and he jumps up and down like a little leprechaun.
1: Oh my goodness! I guess I do not know who that is, and that's probably a good thing.
0: There's only two announcers, right? There's Buffer, but one there's there's boxing Buffer and They're UFC Buffer. Buffer,
1: I know Buffer. Yeah. yeah.
0: Can you imagine? Can you imagine being Mrs. Buffer, their mom? All those guys uh, are just walking around the house yelling into microphones. <laughs> I hope
1: she has a woman cave somewhere.
0: Yeah, right. (laughs) She's got earplugs. Yes, dear. (laughs) Do whatever, dear. Uh Mm Uh-huh. All right. So we got Ozarks up at the Colorados, and then we have, um, let's see, Division II, Texas A&M comes to Oklahoma to get absolutely whacked upside the forehead. Those Mm -hmm. are going to be ugly games. Mm -hmm. Because... And then um, supposedly Milwaukee School of Engineering, their Division II team is coming down to Tucson to play Arizona. So Arizona's going to have three games in four days. That should be interesting. And then uh, the big the big matchup for the weekend that's outside of the WCHL is number six, Central Oklahoma up at number three Lindenwood for two heavyweight matches on Friday and Saturday. That ought to be huge.
1: Yeah, those are going to be some good games.
0: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. The fighting zombos are yeah, the fighting zombos are really really good, and um, they split earlier this this uh, this season when they played down in Edmund, and um, so yeah, that that should be a heck of a series. I I, I kind of hope we get to see that one. Yes, yeah, I. I think Lindenwood does. broadcast Lindenwood broadcasts for free, don't they? Pretty sure they do. I
1: think they do. I don't think they used to, but yeah. I think this season they have been. So hopefully they'll continue yeah. that. So I can watch those. Yeah, There you go. There you go.
0: So a lot of good watching on tap. The Colorado games will be free. The Colorado State games will be free. The Oklahoma, Lindenwood, and the Arizona games will be free. So uh, a lot of good hockey on tap. So, okay, mm-hmm. I put no you on the spot for the WCH. No excuses not watch any hockey. There you go. No, no excuses. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> nope. T- tell me. Let's. I'll put you on the spot again. Central Oklahoma, Lindenwood. How's it going to turn out?
1: Oh... I think they'll probably end up splitting.
0: Ooh, I say the same. A split. I hope UCO sweeps them. I hope UCO sweeps them. Absolutely. But I'll say a split. Very good. I well, hope, hey, we had the uh <laughs> Well, look at you going a little <laughs> taking things a little too far there. Yikes.
1: Yep. Yes. Given I inch, am, takes apparently.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's great. All right. We had the rankings come out earlier today. It's ranking number fourteen. Minot is still number one. Adrian is number two. But you know what? They're really tied, and Minot only gets them on the tiebreaker. So, Um, in terms of WCHL teams, um, Central Oklahoma is number six. Colorado is number seven. Arizona is number 14. Missouri State is number 19. Oklahoma, 21. Arizona State, number 25. So, we have six teams in the top 25, two in the top 10 two in the middle 10 and then two in the last five so mm-hmm. not uh, not too shabby and then let's see Colorado State would have been 28th or 29th I think they would have been 29th and then uh, Arkansas would have been 34th uh, in the rankings had the well they are it's not would have been they are when the computer the computer ranks them all one through 60 so that's where they are so kind of interesting any uh, n- any great surprises that came out of the rankings for Linda Donnelly today
1: No I don't think so I mean I, th- I think it's still still a little bit too early to say since we're just getting yeah. back going again
0: Yeah I you know this I think this is the week that teams are going to be able to make some movement but mm-hmm. beyond that if you just look at things the uh, maybe 16 17 18 19 are are are, are still in flux but I'd say one through 14 are pretty solid. I don't mm. think they're moving anywhere. So, I mean, my not Adrian, Ohio, Lindenwood, Robert Morris, Illinois, central Colorado, uh, Stony Brook, Iowa state. Uh, those guys aren't going anywhere. So I, I think they're pretty, they're pretty solid. They might move up or down a spot, you know, um, And uh, they might even move up or down two spots, but I don't think they're going to move up and out of the Nationals competition or Nationals contention. Got to be top 17 to make it to Nationals, and right now number 17 is Midland. Uh, Jamestown is 16. 18 is uh, Kent State. 19 is Missouri State. So those guys are – Kent and Missouri State are on the outside looking in, and Midland and Jamestown are right on the inside, but they're looking out. Mm -hmm. They're trying to stay in, so –
1: it's a huge weekend for missouri state that's for sure
0: yes it is yes it is so kind of uh kind of interesting what else is we we've we've had some time off we've had some time off from 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 talking on the pod just me and you BSing here baloneying talking whatever it is that we talk about on this silly thing what have you done with yourself
1: ah i haven't done much of anything
0: well that's (laughs) that's kind of typical all right well that's good that's good to
1: know (laughs)
0: Let me ask no, this. No th- yes. Let me ask this. Do you celebrate Christmas?
1: Yeah. Well, well, I mean, more or have less. I to ask.
0: More or less. Okay, there you go. Because, I mean, I know your personal preferences. I, this, that's why I had to ask. If you celebrated Christmas, do you, Do oh, you? Yeah. Is, there, is there a Santa Claus? Does Santa visit the Donnelly house?
1: Yes, there is a Santa or, Claus.
0: Or does the Kraken or whatever your particular <laughs> br- brand of worship goes with?
1: Uh, we Santa Claus does come, but he also has a an assistant called the Yule Cat. Uh, we yeah we partake in in uh, that legend very very much here in this household. So the Yule Cat okay. and Grela and the Yule Lads out from from uh Iceland. So it's just <laughs> a it's a fun thing to make it <laughs> to make it kind of our own little type of a holiday.
0: All right, and, and so what did the Yule Cat bring? Did the Yule Cat bring his own particular brand of Yule lugs in the Yule litter box or something, or what? Well, the,
1: the Yule Cat, he doesn't bring you anything. He will just eat you and devour you if you do not receive any new articles of clothing for Christmas. So that's the big thing is, you know, the, the kids always ask Santa to bring them clothes so the Yule Cat won't come and eat them. It's awesome.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> It's awesome.
1: And I'm not making this up. but You can Google it; it's a real thing. But uh, mm, I, yeah, I believe it's, you. it's a lot I of fun. You. We have we have fun with it. It's it's fun. So everybody is was just, happy. Is,
0: it, is this just a way to get kids to enjoy getting clothes for Christmas as opposed to toys?
1: <laughs> well, it's probably uh, part of it nowadays. Yeah, I think back then it was just mostly it was a it was a thing to help people find their humanity, so to speak. And if you see some. Someone out there cold or needs a new pair of socks, you know, give it to them. So, like, that's kind of what originally started it, so. Very good. Type Very it.
0: good. So, if I were to ask you what Santa brought, you're going to tell me a new pair of socks.
1: I got a new pair of blinky light anglerfish slippers that are awesome.
0: Mm. Okay. <laughs> Trying to imagine those.
1: We, yeah, yeah, it's kind of hard to imagine. I think
0: you you, you must you must right, you must send your your list to a different Santa than than the rest of us. I think
1: I have a cool Santa.
0: <laughs> <You> okay, <laughs> he brings you blinky light angle or fish slippers. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but but
1: hey, I got my immersion blender too. Finally, so I mean that's that says something.
0: What what, what does that do? What's what does an immersion blender do?
1: Oh, if when I you're think of making em- like,
0: yeah, no, go ahead. When you're it, making like, it's
1: it's like a it's like a handheld type of blender. So you can, if you're making like a hot sauce or something, you can, you know, blend the stuff up instead of putting it in a big blender and making a huge mess everywhere. It's amazing, huh. yeah,
0: amazing. I, I'll probably have to Google immersion blender versus a Yule Cat. Yikes,
1: <laughs>
0: interesting. All right, well. Uh, Santa, a different Santa came and visited our house and, um, uh, brought us, you know, some electronic things and, uh, you know, the internet of things is, is very much, uh, in, in heavy effect here. So we, we, we can talk mm-hmm. to Alexa now and we can answer the doorbell and all that kind of fun stuff. So, um, but no, you no, no angler f- Well we got into the eighties, <laughs> you know, got into the eighties. So as opposed to, uh. You know, now now when the doorbell rings, my kids don't run away. Um, uh, or when they do run away, I can just you know answer the doorbell with my telephone, and so I don't have to move while they just freak out and run away like you know cats. Wow. So, yeah, interesting, <laughs> interesting. So
1: you with that kind right. of power is kind of scary.
0: Well, you know, Um it, Let's. Let, it just it took a while for me to obtain that kind of power because it's you know. It's uh, um, instructions, thank, thank goodness, are, are dumbed down because I need them to be dumbed down. I'm not, uh, not mecha- I shouldn't say mechanically proficient, but, um, you know, it, it, it needs to be simplified or else I get bored and frustrated and try to do it on my own. So anyways, yeah, kind of wild, kind of wild. All right. So, um, so Christmas was good for, for the Yule Cat and all at Donnelly house because they got angler fish dooley things on their slippers and they <laughs> did not get eaten and because mm-hmm. we got the inter- the internet of things down here at uh, at Casa de Perry. Um, this past weekend, I missed all the games. I missed all the fun. I miss seeing you with the Mercyhurst games because I was in Orlando, Florida at the USA Hockey Winter Meetings with uh, the ACHA Director of Hockey Operations, Mo Stremel, and it was... Uh, it was instructive to get down there and kind of repair some relationships with uh, that had been strained between the ACHA and some folks. But um, it was interesting to see some, uh, some, some. You know, there was one point I, I thought of you, Linda, because I'm sitting in a meeting and I'm looking across the way, and there's Shelley Looney. And at first, it didn't dawn on me anything about it. You know, uh, okay, she's you know a lady from wherever minnesota illinois something like that Uh and right next door is a lady named shauna mcdermott and they're you know they're we're talking adult hockey and stuff like that and then it dawned on me shelley looney's a gold medal olympian Uh shauna mcdermott is a gold medal olympian and i'm you know me fat dumb me is sitting in the same room with these two olympians um And, you know, I was so far, I I shouldn't say out of my league, but, you know, it was, I I put something out on on my personal Twitter account. I said, hey, you know, I'm swimming in the deep end for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. And isn't that the truth? You know, I I have nothing in common with these folks except for love of the game. Uh, But, you know, here I am talking with John Van Beesbrook. Mark Boxer, who played for the Memphis River Kings of the Central Hockey League. Um, Mark Frankenfeld, who runs the North American Hockey League, and he played at Miami of Ohio um uh you know olympic athletes professional athletes um in in you know high high caliber college athletes of of all ages recent and um you know recent vintage and current vintage the the you know the NHL vice president the deputy commissioner's like two seats away from me um it was just uh, for a moment you know you had to pinch yourself sometimes to think what what the heck am i doing here um, uh, I'm just, a you know, dumb galoot from, uh, Oklahoma. So anyways, it was kind of cool to get down there and represent the ACHA and to hobnob and shake hands and kiss babies and, uh, you know, um, learn about the, the, the sport and where it's, uh, get some historical perspective, but also get some, uh, insight in the future of where things are going. I think we're going to have, you know, we have the winter world university games coming up in 2019. They're going to Russia. Uh-huh. um and then after that I think they're going to I think they're going to somewhere in Italy I couldn't can't tell you 2021 but um got a little insight it's not it can't release it for publication just yet but I think the 2023 games will make a lot of people happy uh, in terms of their location um uh, so that'll be interesting uh got some insight there got some insight in terms of the makeup of the upcoming 2019. ACHA team that will uh, go to the Winter World University Games, both on the men's and the women's side. So that should be, that'll be coming forth, I think, in the next couple of months. Um, so yeah, some some exciting things. Some exciting things are in the future for the ACHA and, uh, and uh, in in their renewed partnership with USA Hockey, which is, uh, I think, can only bring good things to to both. You know, we're a valued affiliate, a valued member of USA Hockey, and they're a valued partner with the ACHA, and it was kind of fun to uh, get down there and represent and uh, see some folks, and uh, you know, talk and talk about the game that we love. So
1: like kind that. of funny.
0: How, how about this? I thought of you another time. You know why? There was a blogger uh, down there. Uh-huh. Oh boy! There was a there was a blogger down there, and he apparently got kicked out of one of the meetings. Oh. He was causing he was causing such a fuss. He got booted.
1: A fuss about what?
0: Oh, I don't know. He's a How he's dare a mouthy. How you? He's a he's a mouthy. He's a mouthy guy. And I just thought, you know, if Linda were down here, she probably would have gone, oh, or said something like that and gotten booted out.
1: <laughs> really?
0: Yeah, yeah, really. Just
1: just my presence would have gotten me booted out.
0: I would have booted you out, but uh, well, I know just, you would have, but you know,
1: like you just said, you are nothing
0: so <laughs> you know that was the wild thing too you know, they're, they're, we're, we're down there talking i mean it's usa hockey and it's uh jim johansson he's up there you know talking about the olympic team that's going to korea here like in two weeks three weeks mm-hmm. you know talking about the makeup of the women's team and the makeup of the men's team and the average age and where they're coming from and also talking about the sledge hockey team that's going over there to Korea and how they just had a uh, a five game tournament in Prince Edward Island and the the sled guys went five and zero you know beat the Canadians twice awesome and uh, yeah I mean it's uh, it was kind of wild I'm sitting here thinking you know they're talking the, the 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 men's Olympic team they they you know they're not getting guys from the NHL and they're they're not getting AHL guys from the NHL so what they're looking for for the most part is guys that are under that aren't under NHL contracts that are playing in the minor leagues the AHL but they're also looking for guys Americans playing over in Europe and um, I guess they found Brian Gionta, um who's recently out of the game and here at the NHL but he's uh, he's going to be the team captain 39 years old they have I think they found some some kids if I remember right they said that the youngest age, on our team is uh twenty. Our average age is twenty-nine point two years old for the men's wow. on the men's side. And they said the that's the oldest uh men's team that they've had uh in a while. But he also said look at the Canadians and their average age is thirty three point two or something like that.
1: Hmm.
0: So yeah, it was just kind of fun to, you know, get down there. They talked about the Declaration of Principles, which the ACHA is a part of. It's, you know, this is hockey. And, um, you know, if, if you know talk about how hockey is a unifying game and a unifying sport, and doesn't matter about race, color, gender, creed, whatever, you know, orientation you are, it's, it's all about hockey. And it's not just ice hockey, it's roller hockey, street hockey, you know, knee hockey, you know, whatever you want to call it. Hockey is hockey. And, we want you to play it wherever you can play it, and uh, that's. I thought that was pretty cool. It's. Uh, it, it was. Anyways, hey, it was. Uh, it was a great experience to be a part of. I'm glad to be down there. I'm also uh, glad to be back where I can focus on the WCHL and watch some games, and um, hopefully we'll be able to. Uh, uh, you know, get a couple of good teams, you know, three at the mo, or uh, three for sure, and f- hopefully four, maybe five at nationals. And let's go win another uh, ACHA championship.
1: I like the sound of that.
0: Yeah, me too. Me too. All right. What else is on Linda Donnelly's mind?
1: Oh, and probably not a whole heck of a lot.
0: Come on. You know, something so-
1: I, something, what?
0: Yep, come on, let's hear it. Something. I, I
1: want to. I still want to f- know how exactly that story made you think of me because I'm an abrasive blogger who doesn't belong there. <laughs>
0: uh, ab- ab- abrasive, yes, yes. Yeah, I know you're not a blogger.
1: <laughs> I'm. I'm not a blogger anymore. No.
0: Yeah, I know you're not a blogger. No, I just thought. Well, you know, if Linda were here, she'd probably get kicked out too. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. See. All right. <laughs> all
0: right. I just like to tease.
1: Uh, yeah. So, there is something I did come across the other day. I knew about it, but I didn't really look into it until the yeah. other day, and I watched it. And uh, that Puckett, Arkansas, their, their videos that they put out on uh, YouTube. Have you watched okay. any of those?
0: I, I, I have no clue what you're talking about. Puckett, wow, Arkansas. Really? Is that is yeah. that a town in Arkansas?
1: Okay, no. <laughs> the show is called Puckett. Their Twitter handle is at Puckett, Arkansas. But they cover all Arkansas hockey, D1 and D3. And okay. it's it's really done really well. I was very, very impressed with the with the quality and, and how they did everything. Just quick stories, quick interviews. Um, at the end of the, the video, they had a couple of the guys playing a, a trivia game. So, I mean, it, it was really neat. And it's really cool to see that. And, you know, that gets some attention to Arkansas hockey. And I, I like it. I definitely recommend it.
0: Puckett, Arkansas.
1: Mhm.
0: Where would I find this?
1: I would suggest going to Twitter and just going on and looking for Puckett, Arkansas. They do Puckett. not have a Facebook page that I could find.
0: Interesting. Interesting. And I'm not well, yeah,
1: and I'm not I'm not sure who it is that, that does it. So I I yeah. assume it's probably some student thing through through the school. That, you know, and they love hockey. I don't know, but uh, it's really done really well. They should be proud of themselves on that.
0: Well, good, good. We'll check it out. You, you probably like it because of the plain-on words. Instead of the pucket. you would like to say something else. Like, you know, <laughs> right?
1: Well, you know, it is attention-getting.
0: Yeah. So, so says the abrasive should have been kicked out of the meetings blogger had she been there yeah. type thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. yeah. notice it was a guy that behaved that way. Just saying
0: yeah yeah. I was you know that that's that, that's that's a good point. that was um, there was an awful lot of guys down there. There were also an awful lot of women down there. Um, so it was um, it, I, I was really I was really uh, impressed with the I was really impressed with the diversity at least in two in two takes, right in two angles. One of them mm-hmm. was the, the the guys and girls. there was probably 60, 40 guys and girls um but also in, just in terms of the age difference because i mean there were some young folks there before there were some real folks that you know just got right out of the crypt i mean they were like the <laughs> old guy from uh you know from uh, there were there were some folks there that yeah. were kind of scary you know and so uh, uh good folks don't get me wrong i mean i i, I talked to them and they're they're good folks but holy smokes you think they just risen you know they they gotta they gotta go away when the sun comes up that sort of thing
1: mm-hmm. they only so. come out for the hockey
0: yeah, but there was, uh, otherwise, so there wasn't really a whole lot of diversity, and I think that's what they're trying to expand. You know, in terms of uh, everybody down there was white. There was not a whole lot of African Americans yeah. or Asians, and uh, uh, I, 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 I there was no litmus test to uh, gauge orientation, which I was grateful for. So, um, <laughs> uh, but I, I gotta presume that there was a you know a decent uh, representation for that. But you know, it was you know, I think they're yeah. trying to make the, make the sport trying to make the sport a little bit more, uh, uh, fan friendly, if you will, to mm-hmm. a little bit more appealing to a wider base than just white folks in the Northeast. So, uh, um, I think good for them.
1: Yeah. I mean, good you gotta do, you gotta do something. I mean,
0: you yeah, might as well try yeah. to do
1: at least do the right thing. Yeah, right it's, a, it's a great sport.
0: Yeah. It's a great sport. And it's, uh, once you see it, you're hooked. Uh, so it's just a matter of getting out there to see it. So, um, yeah it was but it was it was great and uh yeah i so yeah i did think that boy if she was here she would have been kicked out so she'd be right there with that other guy <laughs> i did i didn't really think that until you know yeah, about yeah, 10 minutes did. ago but yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: I, I don't want, don't want you to think i was down in orlando oh
1: i know you, know. you weren't you're just yeah, coming thinking, up with thinking with, with some arby arby stuff Donnelly. to to say on the podcast
0: to poke you in the eye i know yeah you know, uh, we stated our hotel was right across the way from SeaWorld, like literally right across the street from SeaWorld. I saw zero fish. I saw maybe two roller coasters. And I saw gigantic parking lots. That was it. I mean, you mm-hmm. think that it's the it's the entertainment capital of the world. I didn't see, now I saw plenty of kids walking around with mouse ears on. But I didn't see one single Mickey Mouse. I didn't see any Universal stuff. I mean, oh, oh, kind of wild. Hey, I'm thinking that's here. a good thing. Well, you know, I you know, you, you go down there and you think there's going to be cartoons or Spider Man hanging from you know every street <laughs> corner, you know, or, or, or Mickey and Goofy waving to you, you know, trying to get you to come to uh, come to this Magic Kingdom or that Epcot. But uh,
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: just the the place is just gigantic. You'll love this. You love this flying down there. I had no clue. I think I'm going down there just for hockey meetings, right? I'd forgotten mm-hmm. that there's more to life than just hockey. No. I get. I'm at the. I'm at the airport, and there's the UCO Palm Squad and the OU Palm Squad.
1: <laughs>
0: They're going to Orlando for whatever their Palm Squad Nationals are. Cool. Yes, I was. A, they were giving each other the stink eye. Right, the, the, <laughs> you thought you thought there was going to be a palm fight right there at the airport at five in the that
1: morning. That would have been hilarious—a dance oh, off. F-
0: yes, <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine?
1: Ooh, that little, would be little, awesome.
0: <laughs> little prissy things just doing, yeah, you know, a little dance off. Anyways, oh. uh, uh, so thankfully though, the OU girls were flying uh, on some other uh, airline. I only had the 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 UCO girls on my flight, right? Mm -hmm. and but we we stopped in uh, my flight went oklahoma city dallas dallas orlando so we're in dallas we get on the airplane and once again hey they're the uco girls all right cool you know we're all going to the same place they get on the plane and then here comes another team lindenwood (laughs) oh my goodness and you know how I, i fly southwest i'm a slave to southwest here's here's a little wchl podcast pump for southwest airlines bags fly free uh, great prices, great they great flights. Those guys will fly through tornadoes. If there's a drop of rain in Dallas, American Airlines cancels all their flights and waits a week mm. to restart mm-hmm. them. Right, and you're screwed. Southwest will fly through a friggin' hurricane, a tornado. They're going to come in and they're going to land on time. I love Southwest. They fly the way that airlines were supposed to have flown or or did fly. You know, thirty years ago, they just get it done.
1: So we don't need Southwest. any safety.
0: But when you, there you go. No safety. Who cares? We just, we just deliver. We, you
1: know, exactly. I
0: don't care who, I don't care who does it as long as it gets done. Southwest mm-hmm. gets it done. So anyways, you get on to Southwest, <laughs> The you know, it's open seating. So the, all the windows get taken up, all the aisles get taken up. So all that's left if you're in the last group to get on is middle seats, right? Sucks to be mm-hmm. you. Sucks to be Lindenwood. All that was left was middle seats, and the Lindenwood girls did not want to sit between the UCO girls. Of course not. Oh, oh, I mean, it was – we almost had – they probably were having like a little nail clipper fight or something while they were sitting in each (laughs) particular row, trying to just pinch or hurt each other, you know. But anyways, I had the pleasure of sitting next to a young lady from Lindenwood Mm
1: -hmm.
0: who promptly fell asleep on my shoulder.
1: Oh, my God.
0: two hours. And here I am 50 year old creepy guy you know sitting there just w- wanting to meld into the uh, into the into the plastic shell of the uh, of the airplane don't want anything to do with this and this poor little girl she's just passed out and she is just killing it I didn't I didn't mind I mean it was I didn't care I wasn't gonna push her head I'm up sure or anything you didn't. well you know I mean what am no. we, what are you gonna do in a situation like that whether no, it's a guy like- or a girl you know, no. they're tired. Right? It's fine.
1: You, and, you know, you've worked with enough student athletes. and It's not that much of a hassle to you. It's no. I'm actually I mean, glad that you weren't a jerk about it. But still, I'm going to give you crap. And I know you enjoyed it.
0: Well, but here, here's the part I enjoyed the most. Plane lands. Everybody hops out of their seat. This girl is still dead to the world. Oh, no. All of her friends are now turning around going, her name was Mandy. All of her friends are going, Mandy. Mandy. And she's, she's still dead to the world on my shoulder. What? It's so early. <laughs> <laughs> they start taking pictures of her, sleeping on the creepy old guy's shoulder. And, and she has no clue. I'm sure once she got off the plane and once they started sharing uh, little Snapchats and whatever, um, mm-hmm. that she was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. But she was dead to the world. And I'm just sitting there cracking up. And they're... They're looking at me like, aren't you going to do something? I'm like, no, I'm not going to, especially not in this. I'm not going to touch this girl. I might (laughs) bump my shoulder, but I'm not going to, you know, do anything. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, oh, they, they, I'm sure poor little Mandy was getting all sorts of hell on the way from the airport to the hotel. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. You know
0: it. For zonking out on (laughs) someone else's shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) Poor kid. Poor kid. And then on the way back, I felt I, ra- I found a wrestling team. Um, it was uh, the University of Oklahoma wrestling team. and ran into them in Baltimore. And there was, again, another sleeping incident. Their big heavyweight guy, gigantic guy. I don't – he must be – I mean, he was monstrous, but he was tired. And, you know, wrestlers, re- wrestlers are, are, are very fit and very compact. So, you know, mm-hmm. 125, 135-pound guy is like four foot three. I mean, they're like midgets. I'm looking over and I see this little midget and he's got a straw and he's putting it on this big, gigantic wrestler's mouth. He's sleeping on the floor. He has passed out on the floor of the airport at the gate, sleeping. <laughs> and I mean, his legs are like under the chairs. You know, he's just taking up all sorts of space. He's like a, just like a, not a beached whale, but like a gigantic
1: a bear. manatee.
0: Just, yeah, a bear. There you go, a bear. He's just sleeping right there. And here comes this little midget, this full-grown midget, and he's got this straw, and he puts the straw on this guy's lips. And I'm thinking, what the hell is this guy doing? Is he, like, is he, you know, are you holding one end of the straw and you're, like, letting liquid out, you know, into this guy's mouth or something? Turns out they were putting hot sauce <sighs> on the tip on the tip of the straw, and they were putting the straw in the guy's mouth to line his lips. <sighs> They did it three times, and on the third time, the bear woke up,
1: <laughs>
0: and oh, my God, you, the, the the bear definitely awoke from his hibernation, and he was, you know, there were middle fingers going everywhere, and there were F-bombs going everywhere, and everybody at the gate was laughing because everyone was, you know, this was our entertainment, waiting for the plane to show up so we can leave. What? And then the bear, the bear goes and, and washes his mouth off. He goes to the restroom, I guess, to get all the hot sauce off and then comes back and starts just beating the crap. I mean, I shouldn't say he wasn't, he wasn't punching them or anything. He's just manhandling these guys,
1: <laughs> the,
0: these, these little, these little 135, 145 pound midgets that, that wrestle for Oklahoma. And he would just get them and he would be like, all right, now who did it? you know no it was so-and-so that did it and it was just crazy to watch uh here are these these are ncaa athletes you know and here they are being just as goofy and dumb as uh Mm -hmm. our student athletes in the acha and you know doing stupid and dumb things that you would expect uh you know people would have outgrown in high school but it was kind of fun anyways so (laughs) stories stories from the airport there we go
1: yeah you've had a interesting time apparently
0: there you go. Hey, you I, know what? I'm sorry,
1: I have no excitement.
0: Well, come on. You got the Yule Cat and Stubby. What more can you ask for?
1: Uh, oh,
0: yeah. 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 I mean, th- think of this the people that are listening to this podcast now, they've been, they think they're going to get some hockey. And here we are talking about Stubby, <laughs> Sleeping Cheerleaders, Hot Sauce on a Bear, um, SeaWorld, USA Hockey Meetings. We're talking about everything but. Everything but well,
1: hockey. I mean, if the, if they're still listening at this point after listening to one episode, they should know this by now. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's not like a stunner or anything.
0: <laughs> they get what they deserve. That's what you're saying. Like,
1: huh? oh, like, oh, you know, it's actually more surprising if we talk about hockey <laughs> at this
0: point. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All yeah, right. I am so well, hey, glad let's... hockey's
1: back, though. So. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah, very happy. I am too. It was I had a good week. Good week of hockey.
0: Good. Good. Hey, it's hard to believe. It's uh less than, you know, two months from now we're gonna be in Columbus uh dealing with nationals. Yeah. We'll have had a national championship in Division One and this will all be over with. So
1: Yeah. Something yeah.
0: something to look forward to.
1: It is. Totally yeah, agree.
0: Something to look forward to. Oh it's boy. Be Keeping me busy. Yeah, very exciting. All right, hey, one last thing. Um we're we're not gonna uh I don't think we're going to end with our normal uh, our, our normal music here by the Ting Tings because we had a a passage. I know it doesn't probably doesn't mean an awful lot to a lot of folks, but uh, it meant a little bit to me. We're going to get out of here with uh, with a tune from the Cranberries. So uh, yes. Linda, why don't you uh, why don't you get us out of here and uh, then we'll kick into a little bit of salvation. What do you say?
1: Sounds like a great plan.
0: All right, All say right. the magic words, kid.
1: All right then. Goodbye.